Hey, so I've got an unpopular opinion I want to share with you. Are you ready? Christians should not be watching R-rated movies or mature TV shows on Netflix. That's right. I said it. I won't gain any popularity points for saying it, but I believe it. I apply it to my life. Rachel and I don't teach our youth group to live for God on Sunday and watch R-rated movies on Monday. We made a decision not to do that because we have safeguards and standards that we've placed in our lives, in our home, in our marriage, and we're going to teach that to our kids. That's right. That's also an unpopular opinion. We're going to teach our kids that as they get older, they should not be watching R-rated, mature TV shows. That's right. Well, guys, I'm so glad you tuned into the episode today because today we're going to be talking about why I believe that. And we're going to be using an example of The Walking Dead to illustrate this, to show how our culture has been so desensitized to unholiness and violence, things of that nature. So I'm glad you tuned in. Today's episode is also available in a blog format on my brother Ryan's blog, ryanafrench.com. He has millions of hits on this blog and it's been such an incredible ministry. I'm going to tag the blog below in the show notes. For those that want to go check it out, the blog is really going to bless you and I encourage you to go follow that. Thanks for tuning into the Noteworthy Podcast. I'm your host, Nathan French. Today we're talking about the walking dead and the church and the zombie culture. Let's go. The Walking Dead is far from the only provocative show out there, but with so many Christians talking about it, I feel a responsibility to address it. For today's purpose, The Walking Dead symbolizes entertainment today. My wife and I were driving to church a couple of years ago, and uh, we found out that it ends up The Walking Dead is filmed in Atlanta, and it's filmed in cities that are very close to us, like Griffin, McDonough. And we were driving to church one day, about to get on Highway 20, and police cars had everything blocked off. We had to take the long way to church because they were filming The Walking Dead. I'll never forget it as I looked out across Highway 20. It looked like an apocalyptic wasteland. They had turned this highway. Uh, it, it's It's really amazing what Hollywood can do. I mean, they they took a perfectly good highway. They had old, rusty, burning cars everywhere. They they had made the grass look like it was brown, and and everything seemed to be rotting. It was a very dark, eerie feeling to look at. They had props and dummies, and you could see uh, zombies out there. It was 
an incredibly strange feeling. Now, today's podcast is intended to point out the desensitization of what our culture deems acceptable for viewing in their home. I want to clarify that this episode is not designed to condemn you if you've watched this show or other shows like it. I simply want to present to you the idea that you should very strongly consider walking away from this kind of entertainment. And so there's three reasons I want to address today. Three reasons why The Walking Dead has been so popular in our culture and why the zombie culture is a very real thing. And I'm a dad to a three-year-old and a one-year-old And there's a lot of things in the entertainment industry that I never want them to see with their eyes. I want to protect them. And so I feel a responsibility as a youth pastor and even more so as a dad to address the problem with Christians watching this kind of dark entertainment. All right, here we go. Three sad reasons why The Walking Dead is so popular. And how does it apply to the church? What should the church do about it? Number one, people long to know more about the afterlife. That's right. Eternity is a scary thing, and the world is very interested in it. They want answers. The Word of God addresses eternity over and over again. Church, we have the answer You must be born again to enter into the kingdom of God, according to John 3 and 3. And Satan loves the zombie culture because it takes eternity out of the picture and gives the subtle impression that we stay here after we die. The zombie culture takes the reality of heaven and hell out of the picture entirely. The truth about death is found in the word of God. 1 Thessalonians 4 and 16. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Why is the world so fascinated with zombies? You know, 10 years ago, I was saying, you know, this is some passing uh, fad, you know, it's a pop culture thing. People are going to get tired of zombies and vampires and things of that nature. And 10 years later, uh, we're still seeing it. It's still a fascination in our culture. And I'm convinced that this fascination in pop culture has stuck around because people are so fascinated in the idea of what happens after you die. You're not going to stay here forever, folks. When when we die, and if you've lived for Jesus Christ, you're going to descend into heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Why is the world so fascinated with this zombie culture? Because they're terrified of the thought of the afterlife. And the uncertainty of it. Because when you don't have the word of God in your life, you don't know what will happen. 
You don't have any word. There's nothing you can stand on. There's no foundation to tell you what happens when you die. But aren't you thankful to be a part of the church? And we know that we live on forever with Jesus Christ. And if you haven't been born again, if you haven't been baptized in Jesus' name, if you haven't been filled with the Holy Ghost, if you haven't repented of your sins, you should pause this podcast and repent right now and ask God to fill you with the Holy Ghost. And you should find a church and go get baptized in Jesus' name. It's a beautiful thing. You don't have to be afraid about what's going to happen. And the world is terrified of this. And therefore, we are very much fascinated with the afterlife in our entertainment choices right now. Number two uh, is violence. You don't have to watch The Walking Dead to know it's violent. Extremely violent entertainment used to be considered a cult following. Not anymore, my friends. The Walking Dead has over 20 million devout followers. We live in a crazy world filled with mass shootings, terrorism, and bomb threats every other week. Violent TV contributes greatly to this. Studies and criminal testimonies show that the culprits usually have one thing in common. They got involved in pornographic and violent entertainment. What you watch affects you. Period. Don't believe the lie for one second that you can just watch something and it doesn't affect you. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't bother you. You can listen to profanity and it doesn't bother you. You can watch extremely violent entertainment and it doesn't mess with your mind. Uh, you can kick and scream and say it, it isn't so, but it doesn't change reality. It is impossible scientifically for your brain to shut out what you put in front of your eyes. I used an illustration of this in my youth class one time. And uh, I put up images of somebody standing on top of a skyscraper. And, of course, the students that are afraid of heights, they struggled with that picture. It just shows the power of what you put in front of your eyes because scientists that have studied the brain have proven that you can experience things through your eyes. If you see a video or a picture of somebody with ants crawling all over them, you begin to feel a paranoia that you might have ants crawling all over you. That is the power of the eye. The eye is the gateway to the mind and to the soul. Yet our culture is very drawn to violence for entertainment purposes. This is also why you will notice that the Marvel franchise has started to make R-rated movies. Because the R rating used to hurt revenue. Now they are the number one selling movies in the franchise Ladies and gentlemen, violence sells, and Hollywood knows it, and that's why everything that you see, am I the only one who's noticed that everything seems to be rated mature, everything seems to be rated R out there, the majority of it, because Hollywood has found that extreme violence 
is no longer a cult following, but it has become a part of our culture. Ladies and gentlemen, the church needs to stand against this. The church does not need to be indulging in this part of the culture. I believe it was Anthony Mangan that said, the culture should not change the church. The church should be changing the culture. We've got to stand against this stuff. It blows my mind when you see people that are called out children of God indulging in this kind of stuff. You know, <laughs> let me get up on my soapbox for just a moment. I just want to remind you that the R rating is a label put on movies by the world. <laughs> okay, The church isn't putting this rating on it. The world looks at it and says, this is restricted. If the world calls something restricted, how much more so should the church stand against things like that? If the world puts a mature rating on something, how much more should the church stand against that? Like I said, I wasn't going to be winning any popularity votes on this episode, but I believe it. Reason number three of sad reasons why shows like The Walking Dead are so popular today is addiction. That's right, if you're taking notes, number three is addiction. Hollywood is smart. They know how to maneuver around the human conscience. People say, season seven was too much for me. But I'm six seasons in. I can't stop now, or I've wasted my time. I'll never know what happened if I stop watching. It's very common for shows to start off in season one uh, a little more laid back and get more intense as the seasons go. They usually push the agenda into season two, three, and four because they get you hooked on season one. They know if they hit you with that on the pilot that you might not watch it. But once they get you reeled in to the plot, they know you're not going anywhere. Entertainment is addicting, and it's hard to stop once you've invested your time into it. Usually the first season of a show will stay tame enough to keep its audience. It's not until later seasons that writers and directors get brave. You control what you watch not anyone else. If what you're watching is not pleasing to God, only you have the power to stop it. If you are invested in some type of mature, restricted entertainment, I want to help somebody today. You have the power to walk away from it right now. Don't be bound to some prison saying, well, I'm invested. I need to know what happens. Hogwash. Throw that idea out. <laughs> Walk in victory today. Step away from it today. You don't need to see what happens. It's not going to be popular in 10 years anyways. It's just pop culture. What matters is you and your relationship with Jesus Christ and you and your relationship with eternity. So I leave you with this thought. The culture shouldn't influence the church. The church should influence the culture. Just because the culture deems certain entertainment acceptable doesn't mean the church should start digesting it.
If your phone was mirrored to the world, would you be ashamed by your entertainment choices? Would your Netflix login make you blush? Only you can decide what you allow into your home. Our churches will begin looking like the walking dead if we don't clean up our entertainment choices. If this stepped on your toes, look down and make sure your feet are planted in the right place. Better yet, move your feet and walk away from shows like The Walking Dead. Psalm 101 in verse 3 says, I will set no wicked thing before mine eyes. I wrote about this subject back in 2017, and as I previously stated on the show, this was originally a blog posted on RyanAFrench.com, and it began to circulate. And after this article began to circulate, somebody reached out to me about this, and I knew people would probably push against this subject because, you know, people are so into what they're watching and what they're invested into that if you talk about it, they take it personal. So my brother Ryan and I were somewhat ready for the pushback that we might receive. But to my surprise, I received a message on Facebook from somebody who will have to remain anonymous on the show. But I wanted to share it with you. They read this article and the topic that we talked about today. And he said... Thank you for your article on The Walking Dead. I wanted to give you something of an insider perspective because I work for AMC as a software developer. I sit in meetings with producers and such when I visit NYC for work. One such meeting, the producer of The Walking Dead said, The thing that keeps me up at night is trying to figure out how to exploit violence for money. It was shocking and a telling statement that I'll never forget. This one man has shaped culture by losing sleep for violence. So this guy reaches out to me and he literally works at AMC where they produce The Walking Dead. And he's telling me that he sat at round tables with the developers and the producers And even they're losing sleep over putting out this kind of entertainment. Guys, it's pretty simple to me. The church needs to stand against this kind of mature entertainment. It's not of God. It's it's an unholy thing to put things like this in front of our eyes and pretend like it's not going to affect our actions. I want to close out with a personal story. Uh, My wife and I have been married for six years. Rachel, my better half, the best part of everything that I do. And in our first year of marriage, I'll never forget, we got back to our one-bedroom apartment that we lived in at the time. And it was just a small one-bedroom apartment, but we felt like we lived in a castle. We felt so blessed uh, to be there. And I'll never forget our first night back at home when we got back from our trip after the wedding uh, we went to sleep and I woke up in the middle of the night and I heard a knock on my door I looked at my clock at my phone and it was 3 a.m. in the morning 
plain as day, I heard a knock on the door. And for the first time in our marriage, I felt fear. I was afraid of why somebody would be knocking on my door at 3 a.m. It was the first time I felt the weight and the responsibility of being a protector and a provider to be a husband. I got up. Rachel remained asleep, but I got up and I went to the front door. I heard a knock again. The sound was so real that I actually opened the door and I looked out. Y'all, I'm not a fearful person, but this was very unsettling for me. I don't know how to explain it to you. But I opened the door right after I heard the knock, and there was nobody there. Now, you call me crazy, but I'll never forget this moment for the rest of my life. I closed the door, and if I've ever felt the Lord speak to me, he spoke to me then. And he said, Nathan, there are spirits that will try to get at your home. They'll try to get into your home. They'll try to get into your marriage. And Nathan, the reason the enemy has to knock is because they can't get in without your permission. And I believe that the Lord allowed me to hear that knock. So from day one in my home, from day one in my marriage, I knew There's going to be spiritual attacks and unholy spirits that try to get into the home. And here's the thing, guys. This is what the Lord taught me that day. Take it or leave it. Spirits can only get in your home when you let them in. That's why I heard the knock. They have to have your permission to get in. Ladies and gentlemen, this is why it's so important what we allow into our homes. You better believe that the entertainment industry is knocking. You better believe that the enemy, the attack of the enemy, is knocking. It's knocking on the door of your marriage. It's knocking on the door of being a parent. And you decide what gets in and what doesn't. Did you know that your AirPods are a door? What you allow through them affects your life. Entertainment is a door. What you allow through it affects your life. They have to knock. They have to have your permission. Let's choose to be holy and righteous. Let's choose to make sure that anything we watch or listen to is pure and holy. Let's make sure that we take every day and we take time for prayer. Maybe spend a little less time watching Netflix and a little more time in devotion and prayer. And I promise you, it's going to change your life. Guys, thanks so much for tuning into the Noteworthy Podcast. It's always such a privilege and an honor uh, to get to spend time with you. I know today's topic was a little unusual, but I really felt to talk about it. And I hope it's helped somebody. I'll be taking next week off from the podcast because of a conference called Exalt here at my church. And of course, Thanksgiving. I'm going to be spending time with my wife and kids and my family. And I hope you do the same. I love you all. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.